the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 970 presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information. From the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest in real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all of your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elliman's CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back. You're listening to Iron Real Estate. I'm here with my co-host, Andrew Lee. Ace Water Supar is at a wedding in sunny, well, I don't know if it's sunny today, but California. And we are broadcasting from the famous Maidstone Inn in East Hampton. Iconic. Iconic. And uh, it is the 25th year of the Hamptons Film Festival. So we have some amazing guests for you. Uh which we will have on it. We've had some now. We have some one waiting to come on that you're going to love. I just want to finish the topic that Andrew and I were talking about. So important. Talking about when you have, first of all, when you see, we're talking about celebrity price slashes, but whenever you see a cut and you see this, this property is slashed, it's discounted so much, the guy's taking $2 million less. Well, does that mean it's a good deal? Discounted from what, Dottie? That's the question. Discounted from what? Were they huh. out of their mind to start with? Yeah, like I hear this, oh, this has been on the market for five years, and now it's cut. Well, you know, you have to look at what the price is and what it should be valued at, and then look. It might be a great deal, but it might not be. Dottie, you always talk about for sellers that they have to go check out comps to get a good price. A good buyer's broker knows to comp that house as well and give you an idea. Right. But the higher the price is, the harder it really is to comp. Oh, yes. Just sometimes there's not anything like it. But on top of that, um, so many people say, Dottie, well, what should I offer? And I try to say stay within 10% of what you think the selling price is and have comparables that your broker Hopefully your Douglas Elliman broker can give you so that you can substantiate your offer. However, if you're in New York State, I can't speak for every state. I don't know the laws there, but I know in New York State, we must present the offer. So if you offered $1.99, we would have to, your broker would have to present it um, or we could get sued because the owner could then say, you know what? I was offered this, and if I would have known about that offer, I would have taken it. Because a lot of owners say, I will never take this, and I will never take that, and I will never take Until this. they will, Dottie, when the Until money's in front will. of them. And no never means no. It means show me the money. It means not today. <laughs> yeah. And so all I'm going to say to you, if you do make an offer on a property and it is rejected, you can decide to come up. But if you decide not to, tell your broker to leave a standing office Leave that offer with the owner and say, look, I wish you well, and I hope you get the money you're looking for. But if for some change, you change your mind, my offer is standing and it's here. Because a lot of times, especially when someone just puts out at a home, you know, when they just listed it, 
uh, they're more not likely to take a lower offer because they say, well, I just put it on for a day. They're feeling emboldened and that they're it's like, worth oh, so much. Yeah, I want to see yeah. what comes in. And sometimes I'll tell a seller, your first offer is sometimes your best offer. But sometimes they're just not ready and everything is timing in life. So if you make an offer and it's not accepted, it doesn't mean you shouldn't leave that standing offer in. And if you're making a lower offer, try to offset that lower offer with positive terms. Oh, like yes. a good cash down payment. Um, if you can find out some information on when the seller wants to leave. Closing dates. Yeah, so that you could try to accommodate them. And remember, if a broker, and I've heard brokers do that, oh, Dottie, they don't want to hear that offer. They don't even want to hear anything under it. And sometimes the seller might say that. But by law, if you need to know the seller has to know it. We have to tell them. And therefore... Uh, you should present any offer you want. Dottie, it's called the duty of accountability. It's in the real property law at 443. And what it says is that a broker has a duty to account to their principal, the owner, and they have to say, I'm giving you full disclosure. And what we train our brokers is if you know they don't want to hear the offer, you just say, I know you don't want to hear this, but I have to tell you so you can ignore it. I want to go back to the question that actually started this conversation. If the, the house across the street from me, these people have slashed their price three times. I'm looking at that as damaged goods. They didn't know what they were doing in the yes. first place. It's scary to me to go look at a house, not to look at it, but to start bidding on a house that's slashed their price. It's what like, do you think? It's like politics. It's all how you spin it. I agree okay, with that. I could say, oh, my God, look at this property. It's slashed three times. It's a steal. You can get a Or I could have your attitude and say, listen, it's been on the market three years. and Okay, here's what you do. First of all, you have to love it. Second of all, do your homework. You can get all that information on Zillow. You can get prices today information. Your broker will do it a lot easier. And then, as I said, go out and see what you can get for that price. And Dottie, see how it stacks up. I think what's very important that everyone needs to hear is you don't win a competition if you get the house at the right price. you got to find the right price for you in your budget. And if you can't afford it at a higher number, then you should be happy you didn't get it because that would be worse to be house poor. Well, I think, you know, I've been in the business a long time, and I kind of think here's the deal. Tell me. People are like, what should I offer now? Mostly this, the broker works for the seller, so they're really not to tell you what you, they think you could get it for. Everything you but have. But no one ever really knows what a seller is a buyer, a going to end up taking. Because they say one thing, it doesn't mean they end up there. But everyone's like, if I offered, like if I wanted a house, I would offer full price if I wanted it that badly. Okay? Especially in a market where things are going quickly. If the broker says, but most people say, yeah, but I'm going to make this offer. Now, what happens when we list the house, we make the offer, and the owner takes it right away? You know what the buyer says? I should have offered less. I should have offered less. Like, look, they took it too quick. But they should say. They took it too quick. And then the owner says, when you sell it right away, oh, you sold it in a day. You sold it in a week. I had no inconvenience. It was one, two, three. They have a good down payment. You didn't do your job. You probably didn't price it right. Dottie, you know what the devil in negotiations is? It's called FOMO, fear of missing out. You can't think about what could have, should have, would have. You've got to think about what is. It's not even that. It's not a science. Pricing is not a science. A buyer's remorse is very, very. It is not. Listen, it is not a science. There is no specific formula on pricing a home. Two different appraisers okay. will give you what two different you, numbers. Right. What you do is look at things that you could buy. But let's face it, 
Let's say you want to be next to your mother-in-law around the corner. Do you really? Well, that probably not. But if you did, maybe that house, house would be worth more for you. Or maybe your daughter lives two blocks away and she's having a baby and you want to. So it's different things to different people. But you can get an idea by looking at comparable properties and seeing what they I asked. For. I asked the broker across the street from me why that house isn't selling. What and he said, because you live across the street. Well, huh. Nobody wants to be looking at your house. <laughs> no, he didn't say that, but Matthew. Go we ahead, have Robert. a special guest. Celebrity. Let's a hear. A celebrity and a very handsome celebrity. I, that I wish you could see this and instead if you knew, of being on radio. We're superficial here at Ion Real Estate, so we value that a lot. No. So I want you to know. <laughs> For sure. He's not single. No, I saw the wedding band right away. Right away. Yeah, Notice right away. So, so wait, I want to hear how you thing. pronounce my last name. You're in real estate. Many people don't know how to do that. Well, I, I don't make a fool, but you pronounce it yourself. Mealy. Well, no, because there's a lot of the appliances you see in the high end. I have Mealy. So, but is, is, is that, that your, how you pronounce it? Well, the German pronunciation is Miele, which is like the appliance that they make it. I the German company. So it's Miele, but I'm Italian, so it's Miele, which is honey. Miele. So we can't get appliances from you. No, sorry. Oh, Bomber. Wrong guy. Mike. That's it. <laughs> Done. <laughs> I was going to ask you all about appliances. I had like this whole excitement. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to ask you how to, because I have a meal. I just put a whole new kitchen in. And I have the coffee maker that's hooked up to the water, and I just figuring it out took me two and a half hours. Oh. Okay, so anyhow, tell <laughs> us. Mealy. Alan Pakula. I loved Alan Pakula. He just made some of the greatest, literally, the greatest movies of all time. What made you think of Pakula to, write a, to, to do a documentary about? Yeah, I mean, it, it comes down to, I guess, my uh, passion for certain topics. I've done a film on Bergdorf Goodman, which no I really love. I know a lot about Bergdorf. Do you? Well, I wrote a book about Halston. Yeah, yeah. And he worked at Bergdorf for years, so I had to research it. And I met the guys that used to run it before they, they passed away. They served the best and lunch there. Done, I have to tell you the best story about Bergdorf. <laughs> did, you, did you write it where they serve lunch in Bergdorf? So that oh, restaurant yeah. in there is my favorite yeah, place. Yeah. You, you go there and you see these people that are wearing dripping and diamonds, look like they just got out of bed eating an egg sandwich. It's the best <laughs> thing. I, I go there just for a hobby. I met I, – I have a half a share in some horses, and I met um, – Vivian, a woman who's writing a book, she's probably in her 80s, and she told me the story that her mom uh, got pregnant with her when she was like 16 in Cuba, so she wasn't married, so the parents sent her to New York to live with relatives, and Vivian was a little baby, and her mother was beautiful and met Bergdorf Goodman, Wow! and he married her, Yeah. and he adopted Vivian, and then they, I think they had three children, and she grew up on the top floor of Bergdorf yes. Goodman. In the building? Yeah. Yes. It used to and, be a lush apartment up there. Yeah, and, he, and it's like a rags to riches story because he treated her just like he was a she was his biological child, and she's just a lovely lady. And I, I can't imagine. What a location! What what was that documentary called? It's called Scatter My. Uh, oop, that just went off. What did? It's Mike. Oh, Mike. I hear you. Mike You're sounding off. good to me. Oh, it's it on? The oh, it's the cans. Went off. Yeah. Yeah. I was called Scatter My Ashes at yeah. Bergdorf. I pulled to Scatter My Ashes at Bergdorf. Yeah, yeah. Had a great title. <laughs> well, it's based on what Joan Rivers used to say in her comedy act, and then I we see. did an interview with her. I want to see this, though. So where do I find Scatter My Ashes? So that one was on Netflix for like three years. Now it's on Amazon. Okay. Um, I, have, I have Prime, so I can get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All it's right. Out there. Scatter My Ashes. I'm going to see that. And so anyway, the reason I did Pakula.
cool it was because Bergdorf was born out of, it's like one of my favorite places to go, and I love the windows. I did a film on the Carlisle Hotel, which oh, is Carlisle, a place that I love yeah. to go. You love iconic buildings. I this is it. nice. Yeah. I like the way and you do that. Alan, to me, was like always my favorite filmmaker, so I felt like I wanted to do something on him. So my topics seem to be a little scattered in a way, but it's all based on kind of my passion and my you know admiration for but documentary film is your midier right yeah yeah absolutely that's what you want how did you get started like how did you get started with yeah that's interesting just in general on documentary yeah what like how did you grow up always wanting to do that was it how did how did you i always get curious how people end up yeah and where we started the show on dreams so yeah well it started with my mother used to bring me to this city during the holiday time and I would look up at those windows, the storefront windows, and the spectacle of it, and just the the way they used to tell stories within each one. That really made an impression on me. So I started doing scripts and writing for Hollywood, uh, coming out of Syracuse, and I was, like, really hungry. Yes. You so know, we I, broadcast their football games here, so they're oh, very happy right? you're saying Syracuse <laughs> here. So that's very I good. I was an orange man. So I... Um, I felt really strong about making films on my own, doing the independent thing in the 90s. And then I made a couple of films and was drafted out to Hollywood for the writing. And I was basically like picked up by a big agency, and I was writing and writing and doing some work with some big directors. But my problem was I wasn't actively filmmaking. I was writing, and I was locked in a room and alone. The dungeon. Wow. And you're getting a lot of ideas out there. You're making money, but you're not having any kind of life. It's just you're a writer. Well, Sorry, know, I know that. No, but there's always a, there's always Steven's a sacrifice, crying. right? <laughs> locked I mean, in the writer's you, room. People think people just make it. And I so would say important. anybody who makes it, you have to look back at what it took for them to get there. Yeah, okay? persistence. So there was a lot of like not going out, quiet time. Oh, absolutely. And there's also up. a lot of heartache because you're working with the biggest names, but then suddenly like you bring a project to HBO or someone else and you get scooped by someone else. And it's hard because you work day and night on projects for years and it might just fall by the wayside or be in turnaround or in development. But you so, keep going, and that's the key Dottie's trying to say. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Dream on that dream of those windows in the city. Yep, Let yep. me ask you a quick question, though, because we've been using this word a lot, and this is a real estate show, so I want everyone to understand. You said you got your way in independent filmmaking. Yeah, yeah. What does that really mean, independent filmmaking? I know this is an independent film festival. I thought it would be good for real estate listeners to get in the know, too. Yeah, so, so it means you basically have a kernel of an idea of a film you want to accomplish. And then you start that film hooker by crook, literally. Okay. You literally need to like sit down, roll camera, and then raise money as you go. Yourself. Like yeah. you're pulling it. You're yeah, the yeah. driving It's force. not studio. It's not, there's no studio behind it, right? No. That's basically independent. No. Which cuts into our story of dreams, that yeah. you would just keep just going and going. And So do you finish the whole project before you try and get picked up by a studio and independent? Yeah, essentially, because okay. these days it's hard to sell anything on a pitch or a trailer or anything like that. So following the dream thing, I said to my agent at the time, I said, i got to go back to New York because I'm from there. I need to do documentaries because that's where my love is now. Yes. Nonfiction. I got to do the story of Bergdorf. He's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I said, that's what inspired me in the first place. The windows. Yeah, and so I did that. And then it's been a run ever since on docs. I'm in my seventh doc now. And it Tell just the, feels like. What are the like other docs that you've done before? I did one. Then we'll get to Pakula. On uh, the Carlisle Hotel, like I said, came out last year. Icons. I did one on uh, Tiffany. 
they approached me to do a film on them. Wow. What a place that is, yeah. too, if you haven't been into that store. Right. Even if you're not going to shop at these places like Bergdorf. So I'm going to tell you what's interesting, Dottie. My wife taught me this. I don't wear makeup. But she said <laughs> the makeup at Bergdorf's is the same price as any other department store. And you it's can get the too, experience yeah. of Bergdorf's and pay normal prices. So it's just you got to go to these stores. That's what makes New York New York. you got to go in and walk in and be brave and be bold. Well, I, I, you know, I, happen to, yeah. I think that makeup and perfume are free priced at these yeah. departments. Stores, so they can't they just, see Stephen's wearing the makeup. Right. That's how we know. Well, well also, those are icons, and I guess I just always go into them. But I think Tiffany's did a great job of you know I grew up thinking oh you have to have a a twenty carat ring yeah, to yeah, go yeah. into that's what I'm saying yeah to go into Tiffany's and Tiffany's sells keychains right for, and they didn't wreck their brand they ha- and that's somebody who, those brands and um not for today's show but we talk about branding those are just iconic brands that are timeless. Yep, absolutely. And that live through and through and through. And so I just think that's fabulous. And Matthew, what other places? Because you seem to be the brand man, it seems well, like. I was in doing brands, and then I me. did one on Harry Benson, who's okay. I see featured on Quest this this uh, this month. But um, I did one on him that's currently running on Netflix, so his whole photography portfolio, et cetera. So I need both an Amazon account and a Netflix account to watch you is what I'm getting. Yeah, and then Tiffany's right. was on Hulu, I think, for a little you, while. You're making me but, get them you know, all. Streaming, yeah. yeah. Alan Pakula, Going for the Truth. Is yes. that going to be uh, streaming? Is So that one's going to be in theaters. Great. We're hoping for early nice. next year in like February to release that in theaters. Give, us, give our audience a little spiel, a little tidbit, a little trailer of what that's about. Bring it so to Alan Pakula was a filmmaker who really put story first. And that's why I wanted to concentrate on let's him. Explain, let's explain. His, just say what his movies are first. So he started out, like, his big one, he produced To Kill a Mockingbird, which everyone obviously knows. And he was really the brains behind that to get Harper Lee to actually get the novel and then to make that film happen. And then he went on to direct his own films. He did Clute with Jane Fonda. Fabulous. He did All the Sorry President's Men. you got to say Pelican Brief, right? Because Pelican that's my favorite Brief. of all. Yeah. He did Presumed Innocent. Sophie's Choice. Sophie's Choice. And this is a guy who, as I said, he put story first, so he didn't have the spotlight on him. He didn't go after the big articles on him. He didn't go after, like, the story is me. Like, if you look at a Scorsese movie, it's you know he's there. Scorsese is constantly, you know, it's obvious because of the way the camera moves. There's a flash of a camera. Whatever it is, it's Scorsese. His wife. With Pakula. Yeah. It was always story first, okay. and he disappeared. He had an, an anonymity, which is which his signature. So I was always like, that's the kind of filmmaking I want to do. I always wanted to meet him, but then he died tragically in 1998. He died on the coming out here on the yeah, L.I.E. Can we talk about that for a minute? I wasn't going to bring it up, but I'm glad that you did. Yeah. Well, it's not a great subject, but it is a very telling subject, actually, because it was a, now I won't ride behind a truck that has any pipes or, or anything loose on it. Yeah, it and was a very infamous story, actually, in the late 90s, and it's carried to today. Like, this poor man was in a car, and he was behind a truck with these pipes on it, and one came off, ricocheted, and hit him right through the windshield right into his head. Windshield. So it was the tragic thing that happened. Of course, that made a lot of people, you know, rock the industry because there was this guy who was doing these films that were so relevant. And he was able to capture society at the time and really comment on it because all the president's men came out within the time Watergate was happening. Oh, really? We don't have that filmmaker now. We what have no you? one who's making a movie. Matthew, Matthew. No, not me. But I mean, like, big Hollywood should be constant. He was big oh, Hollywood at the time. Matthew, we're, we're giving you your next script right now as we're talking. I can but show you. But my point is we're in fantasy land with Marvel Comics in yes. Hollywood while the country's burning, and it's like, what are we doing? Whether or not you're Republican or Democrat, it doesn't matter. It's There's a disaster. still a story happening, yeah. and no one's doing anything on it. 
Yeah. From Hollywood. They're all in fantasy land. There's and multiple stories, as you I say. Yeah. say that. I hope there's nothing bad on your Twitter account that says that. Because really, <laughs> I just think everybody's got to be, forget the politics. I mean, again, we're lucky to be in a country where you can have differences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's about time everyone just takes a little break. We should listen and to say Ellen, we're Dottie. All people. We should listen so to Ellen. You're com- the movie's coming out in... In like February, early February time? There are all these stars in your movie. Would you explain some of the well, movie? Well, we why don't we... We have a break. Yeah, we have a break. We'll be right back. And we'll be right back <laughs> after our break. And by the way, how lucky am I to have this guy on our show? <laughs> you see? Dottie. Yeah. Love but it. That's what I love about the <laughs> Hamptons, yeah, right? Everybody just hangs out together. He's married. I know, I know, I know. I can still Never look. Never stopped you before. No, that's not right, Stephen. So call us up at 866-970-9622 and let's speak to Matthew after the break. Thank In an era where it's tough to know which news outlet to trust, at a time where it's difficult to find facts, not just opinion, there is an oasis in the news desert. It's the Cats Roundtable. John Katsimatidis, the personification of the American dream, who built a multi-billion dollar business empire, talks with some of the nation's top newsmakers every Sunday morning at 8.30 a.m. You won't just hear partisan spin. You'll hear directly from the newsmakers who are shaping the news cycle in the city, the country, and the world. On the Cats Roundtable, you won't just hear about politics. You'll hear about science, business, education, animal rights, and any other topics that you're interested in. Catch the Cats Roundtable every Sunday morning, starting at 8.30, right after Morano in the Morning on AM 970. The answer. Single? Struggling with your relationship? Facing divorce? Not sure about yourself anymore? You're not alone. Tune in to Heart Match Me with Eileen Fisher from Elite Connections International for honest and frank talk about what's really going on. Learn the do's and don'ts of dating, relationships, and life. It's Heart Match Me with Eileen Fisher. Sunday evenings starting at 5 on AM 970. The Answer. Hey, it's Joe Piscopo. There's a great new product that every dog owner needs. It's called the Headlight Harness. I got one for Otis. I love it. Invented by a local New Jersey couple, Marilyn and Peter Pianelli. The Headlight Harness has a bright LED light, and it's right in the chest of the harness, making your dog highly visible to vehicles and illuminating the path so you don't need a flashlight, and it scares off wild animals. The Headlight Harness is perfect for securing pets in a vehicle with its easy, quick access handle. Avoid hefty tickets and keep your pets safe please the headlight harness comes in a variety of colors and sizes to fit any dog it can be customized with the pet's name on it with the contact info it slips on easily makes it impossible to escape hey to order the headlight harness which i absolutely love please go to headlightharness.com use the promo code am970 for 20 percent off any product on the site headlightharness.com or call 800-597-0181 Hi, Kevin McCullough. Have you ever had a legal question pertaining to elder law or estate law? Well, every Thursday during Kevin McCullough Radio, you hear from Mike Connors of Connors & Sullivan Attorneys at Law answering a listener's actual question. Simply email that question to askmikeconnors at gmail.com. 
or call Mike's office at 718-238-6500. And don't forget to tune in to Ask the Lawyer with Mike Connors Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. on AM 570 The Mission and Sunday mornings on AM 970 The Answer at 11. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back. This is Stephen Gaines uh, sitting in today with uh, Dottie Herman and Andrew Lieb. And we've got Matthew Mealy with us, who is a uh, film director of many documentaries. But not the and appliance guy. He's the film director guy. There it is. Thank He's you. Italian, not German. you got to listen. That. Not, the, not, not, not the appliance guy. Not the appliance guy. I think guy. you said not the plants guy. No, the appliance. Oh, something else new. Well, I don't want our listeners to call up and complain about their refrigerator at home. Exactly. <laughs> but he's made a bunch of great films, and this is one of the, I think, pretty much overlooked in a way, Alan, Alan J. Pakula, as a filmmaker. Um, do, do you think that he's been overlooked? I mean, he's made all these famous movies, but since he's passed away, you don't hear much well, about Well, you hear him. about the movies, and they resonate till today. And a lot of the people, actually, that work with him got their start, you know, in their business and in their, really, foothold in Hollywood. So Meryl was in Sophie's Choice. She won her Academy oh, Award. Meryl Streep is in your Yeah, movie. so, like, you know, she came on board because she really owed a debt to Alan, in my opinion, for, like, you know, launching her. This is well after Deer Hunter and Kramer vs. Kramer. When she did Sophie's Choice, that really was what solidified her as the actress. Um, and then we you have Jane Fonda, that. who won for Clute. We used to call um, that movie Sophie's Accent, by the way. Sophie's Accent, yeah, yes, it's unbelievable. Had, and you interviewed Jane Fonda. Jane too. Fonda. She just got arrested yeah. yesterday. Jane I know. Fonda. Good headline for Good me. For it was her. great. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, but Robert Redford, you know, he worked closely with Alan on All the President's Men, Dustin Hoffman. It really runs the gamut, like, who's part of this film. So, so. when I watch your movie, Matthew, about this, what am I going to be watching? Tell me some more about it. We started talking about it, and Stephen said, tell us what he did this um this this great um, icon, but tell me what I'm going to be watching when I go to the theater because now I'm going to go. So yeah, yeah. So storytelling wise, what we're trying to accomplish is we're reviewing the films that he succeeded in telling. But what you get is this guy's stuff is relevant today. So To Kill a Mockingbird. That's why it's taking off on Broadway so much. Interesting. This guy went down and got Harper Lee to do the deal, make the movie, and it has all these broad themes for relevance today, and but that's you what you in. get. I never say it in the film, okay. but you just you hear Gregory Peck you know, perform this role. You see clips, and you see all these people commenting on why and how, and you see that Alan was the guy behind this. Same with something like All the President's Men, same with Sophie's Choice. All these things that he was involved in play a big role today, and it's like that foretelling a prophetic filmmaker like that to say, hey, this is a guy that did stories years ago, but now they're suddenly, you know, bubbling up, and this is the guy we need now. It's never hitting you over the head, but by the time you leave the theater, you're realizing where is the storyteller that's going to do and say and comment on this to, in order to put up a mirror to say, look at us, this is what we're doing. This is, you know, and that way you can actually improve as a society in a way because you actually have something that's commenting on what's happening. I, li- I like what you said, though, about not hitting you over the head. Because, yeah, yeah. You know, when you feel that relevance, it's, it's conversation starting. And you were mentioning that before the break. You were talking about the time we're in now in conversation starting. Right. And maybe a lot of people are going to come to the Maidstone, have a cup of coffee, and talk about things based on what they're watching in your show. That's exactly right. It's yeah. not about a soapbox. I'm not trying to, like, hit anyone over the head with a political message. It's yeah. all about... This is what he has accomplished. This is a man who died tragically. He was cut short from what he wanted to further do. He wanted to do a big film on FDR, but unfortunately he wasn't able to do that. But what you get from him is just 
relevance today and a serious artist who has no spotlight. And when I approached Hannah about it, I just convinced her over a couple of afternoons. Hannah's his wife. Yeah, his I widow. said, we, sh- we got to do this because no one's doing it. And she agreed. And then when we had all these people come out and talk about him, I mean, Harrison Ford just keeps going. And it was remarkable to sit in front of these legends, but they wow. all were like, you know, we love Alan. We're going to do anything we can. And we were there for hours just talking and talking. How old was he when he passed? 70. Yeah. Mm. So, so 1998. And his you parents to, lived well into their 90s. You have to come back on our show again. Oh, I want to come back. So, Matthew, I'll have my wife. Here. You know, my wife's in real estate. Oh, She's uh, Sarah Gore. She does the host of the real estate show on the Sunday. Oh, she does? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. She's, well, you'll have to come back with her. Yeah, bring Sarah. Nice. I'll bring, bring Sarah. Sarah, yeah. You'll let us know. I just gave them my number, but I know these girls <laughs> from something else. You know, it's funny how, you know. Daddy's handing out her number. No. That's Not to anyone, though. Just to just to no, important people. Girl, but I, I met them. And we did an event back years ago in Greenwich, and uh, oh. I said, oh, my God, they look so familiar. They remember. So, you know, do you believe in fate? I do. I do, too. So, you know, there's somehow this wasn't a plan. We were planning to be at the Maidstone. And with the Maidstone, when people are here that are iconic or that are doing movies, we have them on. And we're so glad that you came on. Thank keep you. Touch, well, and I'm going to keep in touch with you. Dottie, before Matthew leaves, though, he's such a good storyteller. There's a story we have to tell on the air right now. And I'm, I'm going to ask you, Matthew, if you could help Steven me out. Story. Steven's story. If everyone doesn't know Stephen Gaines, not only is he a fabulous radio personality, not only <laughs> is he a great writer, but I'm told, Stephen, that two of your books are getting picked up for movies. Yeah. So why don't you tell us what that is? And, Matthew, maybe you could help us are out. Are you allowed to say that? Yeah. Didn't we did, did we did not discuss this on the air? I oh, thought no, it was I'm discussing it. It's a big well, deal. It's simply Halston is is really a big deal it was optioned for 25 years talk about dreams wow. 25 different years never gave up it was announced that um, alec baldwin was going to be halston at one period of time and uh, it went through various producers then it went back to when he gave up the um uh, the option on it i went back to the original person who optioned it and somehow it all fell together this time and it's uh, netflix limited series they start to shoot the end of january and it should be on the air in fall of 2020 Maybe. well tell us what it is what, what are we going to be halston yeah, tell it's us. the story of halston the fashion director what are we going to be watching though tell us like i i, I pressed matthew i'm not going to get you off the hook i want to know what i'm watching when i'm learning about this fashion oh just, it just, lots of sex and dresses liza minnelli liza minnelli all the models yeah. pat cleveland the halstonettes you know i mean his tragic downfall is halston, jackie it's, in it it's a very very um he gave hats to Jen. somebody yeah he made her her uh, pillbox yeah, hat yeah. um I, you know as i said to you the writer of the book is like uh, somebody who's asked to stay wants to stay for breakfast and you know so they don't tell me anything right, right, right. i keep on trying to will you tell me who's gonna play liza you know well, it's ryan murphy they hang up he the gets things done ryan murphy is if just he optioned so it, lucky it's gonna happen oh it's starting to shoot january well, 27th ewan mcgregor and, yeah. and then philistines at the hedgerow the book about the hamptons is uh, now the in, scandalous uh, oh, gossipy book. No, it's not scandalous. Oh, please. Yeah, it is. That's what you want to say. Of course it's it is. It's a good word. People watch scandal. Yeah. 
Isn't there a show in the Hamptons called if Scandal? If it was too vanilla, it wouldn't sell. That's yeah, right. but it's it's. I agree. People check the index. <laughs> yeah. Am I in this or it's what? Video times list for twelve weeks. So where do if I watch that? Why am I going to watch that? You're not watching it. I'm banning you because you Come think on. it's good to be scandalous. I no. am scandalous. Come on. No, it's not scandalous at all. It really isn't. I read I read the first hour and it's just beautiful. It's beautiful. really great. It's about the Hamptons and the artists that came here and people who have affairs. A couple of people drown. But other than that, you <laughs> <laughs> like the way Stephen just like glances over his like affairs, drownings. Well, like- Jackson Pollock <laughs> ran into a tree. There's no changing that, you know. So um, I even know what tree he ran into. So in any event, yes, those two movies. Are um, we going to broadcast um, from the I'm tree when it comes excited. out? Yes, that's we're going to be live, live from the tree. Uh, yes, live from the tree. And don't forget, if you didn't buy tickets, you can still buy tickets for the Hampton Hills Festival. That's right. I think you can go to the box office in East Hampton. I'm sure in Sag Harbor. When's your screening, uh, Matthew? Today at three thirty. So today, today at three thirty. So if you okay. got in your car right now, you could get out here. And Monday, there's one on Monday Wait, too. Right, so uh, where, where at three thirty? You're in East Hampton. In East Hampton, yeah. Okay, we're gonna come. And Tell us Monday. And Monday? Where's Monday? Here, same place. In East Hampton. Yeah. At 12.30 in East Hampton. How much are single tickets? Do you know? I think $15. Isn't that a steal. If a you're steal. a senior citizen, I looked them up yesterday, it's 10 10 And if you're a child that's under 12 I think it's 7 Okay. Dad, so, do you want to hear something great? My in-laws, when they weren't senior citizens, got fake IDs so they could go to the movies as senior citizens because they were so addicted to seeing all these shows. And my wife and I, we were so mortified. We'd go to the movie theater and they would be pulling out these cr- terrible fake IDs and they'd be like 90. And we're like, you're not 90, you're like 50. Yeah, well, I, you know, I'm going to Morocco. I have a wedding to go to. And I was on American Express to call to get some information. And when I call the number on the back, it says either... Choose A, you're over 50 and you're entitled to a free, like some kind of machine that keeps you alive. And if you're not under 50, you <laughs> get a great. free trip to the Caribbean. I'm screaming in a recording. No, I don't want either one. Okay, no, no, no. <laughs> but they didn't listen to Dottie's me. fighting with the recording. <laughs> so, Stephen, let's go back to your second movie because you didn't tell me where I'm going to be able to see it. No, we, um, we were going to offer you a part. Okay. Oh. Actually, if tell you me. don't mind. Can I be the tree? No, you have to drown. <laughs> I can stand you're still. The drown. You're the drown. <laughs> you're one of the drowning victims. Just don't let a dog come <laughs> by the tree. Is that okay? <laughs> can you do the dead man's float? I'm very good. A dead man's All right. boat. Now listen, we've got to get a little real estate in, so I am going to tell these guys. Great, we will keep you posted. And again, three thirty today. We That's can right, see 3:30. you. And Monday at twelve thirty. Matthew, thank That's you right. so okay, much. And Matthew, will Alan Pakula, going for truth. Yes, there and then he's going to come back on the show with his wife, who happens to be in real estate. There you go. Okay. How's now, the show? Let me ask you something, Matthew. Wait, Wasn't this the thing. best? Fun. Yeah. The I love it. TV. Yes, yeah. right. Radio. I know. Steven, he's going to come to live from the tree, though. That's when it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how can I talk about real estate? Well, we're going to talk from the tree that because the key died. But let me ask you that. Let me tell you. So I don't care if you're a movie star. I don't care if you're an electrician. I don't care what you are. I do a lot of social media, and I tell people real estate is a universal language everyone loves real estate everyone has to live somewhere everybody who has real estate feels it's their safe haven and I have to tell you sometimes I want to tell people no I'm not in real estate because 
There's no one who doesn't want to know about real estate. Dottie, you know what the people are doing coming out to the Hampton Stone Plaza are doing? They're going to walk by the Main Street and stop at every storefront that's a real estate office and dream of the real estate of the Hamptons. So we'll be right back. We have a commercial break. We're going to talk a little and try to end the show because it's already 1140. We are going to talk a little about real estate now. Call us back at 866-970-9622, and we'll talk to you about real estate after the break. Stay tuned. We'll see you Can you handle the truth? This weekend on Champions of Justice, you'll hear the truth about the Exxon Valdez oil disaster, the Volkswagen diesel emissions scam, and that dangerous Takata airbag that may still be in your car. Tom Girardi talks with attorney Elizabeth Cabracer, a pioneer and role model for women in the courtroom. And we have a surprise guest as well. Tune in Champions of Justice, Sunday mornings at 10, here on AM 970, The Answer. Hi, it's Joe Piscopo. If you're planning a wedding or an engagement party, a corporate event or holiday party, why not consider having it on a luxury private yacht? Your guests will be so impressed, and the memories will last a lifetime. Let Francesca find you the yacht that's best for your event. She has beautiful vessels in her fleet that can accommodate from two to over a 1,000, and guests can board at convenient locations throughout the metropolitan area. Private yacht not in your budget? Then how about a private deck charter? Franz yachts are fully insured and Coast Guard certified. Visit FranzTouchOfClass.com to see the range of yachts in her fleet, then give her a call and find out about your options. Fran will fill you in on the yachts, describe the delicious cuisine, and give you details of the services provided. Talk to Fran today about adding that extra touch of class to your event. 212-385-9400. 212-385-9400 or franstouchofclass.com. National competition for your business is eating away at your customer base faster than you can keep up. It's as if they have a backroom of digital marketing minions swallowing your customers one by one. And it's not a pretty sight. What if you could beat them with your own minions? You need Salem Surround, a full-service digital agency with all your digital marketing under one roof. When a potential customer searches for your product, do they find your business or the competition? Is your contact information accurate and everywhere it should be to reach today's digital consumer? Does your website have all the right tools to turn visitors into leads? We've got some solutions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to help get your message in front of today's digital audience. We'll help deliver customers by putting your business message in the right place at the right time. Don't just invest in a marketing strategy. You need to surround your target audience. Learn more at surroundnewyork.com. Surroundnewyork.com. Connecting you with new customers. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Are you one of the 80% of Americans that experiences back pain? Do you suffer from sciatic or spinal stenosis? Afraid of the potential surgical complications of going under the knife to remedy your pain? Then Brooklyn Spine Center is the place for you. Dr. Melinda Keller is not only a friend of mine, she's the director who specializes in non-surgical spinal decompression. She utilizes the DRX-9000 to make your lower back pain a thing of the past. Give Dr. Keller a call right now, 718-234-6200. That's 718-234-6200. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. 
Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back, and uh, you're listening to I Am Real Estate. I'm here with Andrew Lee, the attorney, and Steve Gaines. What a day. a writer, a filmmaker, a genius, and he really was pretty pretty good with technology. Uh, That's how I met Steve. But I just want to tell all of our listeners, you know, you're listening to I Am Real Estate, and this was um, a little bit off the beaten path, but... To be able to have uh, the Maidstone allow us to sit here and broadcast in such an iconic, beautiful place, and to be around some of the most famous and biggest directors and artsy people. And, and dreamers, everyone, and dream, dreamers. Yes, but one of the wonderful things about that I like about little towns and the Hamptons is everybody, nobody cares what anyone does. People just talk to each other. You could sit at the American Hotel or someplace. You could sit here and you could be next to a writer, a laborer. I mean, it's a billionaire. Just, Doesn't yeah. matter. And it's and it's just so. And I want to thank everyone at the American Hotel. I also want to again. I I, I want to thank Citizens Bank for all of their belief in our show, and they've been with us, uh, sponsoring us for. Uh, bunch of years. And, and Ace, we're missing Elliman, you. Ace, we're missing who, you. And Doug, yes, Ace, but he's having a good time at this wedding. Yeah. And Douglas Element for, um, hey, for building the greatest company that I think there is in real estate. And so they're all, there's a lot of good companies, but I think Douglas Element's special. And you guys help make the Hamptons, really. And all of the listeners here who have really uh, followed us and listened to us and listened to us every week. And I want to say this. I want you to call in. First of all, I get lonely when there's no calls. And second of all, when you call in with a question, there's a million other people that have the same questions. Oh, yes. So you really help. And if you're listening and someone has a question and you've been through it, if you've done something like that or you've gone through it, please call in and tell us how you've done it. I have a bunch of Dear Dottie questions. I I might, uh, yeah, I'll get to a couple. But I just have to tell you, Stephen just, or somebody just handed me. This Maidstone's phenomenal. The Maidstone dog menu. Did you see this thing, Dottie? Hysterical. Like, I'm ready to eat like a dog. Okay, this is for your dog. It's expensive. Egg yeah. and bacon with cheddar. It's 10 bucks. Or ra- <laughs> ground beef and rice with carrot. Brussels sprouts is the vegetable of choice. And by the way, I read that that's the most popular restaurant for people. Oh, I thought you were going to say it was Brussels by dogs. Brussels sprouts is the... Well, they have it for the dogs, but it, it became the number one vegetable for people to eat now. Salmon, rice with vegetables, and the yappy hour, which is three to six every day. A yappy oh. hour. I oh, like it's that. 50% off, Steve. For the yappy hour. Menu. So, uh, will they, if, if I come here with the leash around my neck, do you think we can get by? <laughs> I love it. I can get the dog hand- menu? I think you're a handsome guy. Ooh. I love it. So when you're walking your dog, though, and you're going around this Hamptons, because we were talking about the dogs going back and forth, you could stop at the yappy hour. And then I want you to walk around East Hampton, because I've been looking at these listings. Exactly. Dottie, I don't know if you've seen the White House on the corner of East Hampton. I started sale. my first office in East oh, Hampton. So, us. yes, I, I you know, know it's East not Hampton. The, true, the guy named it the White House. There is a place that's a summer White House that's up the street. Really? Where actually the president, some of the presidents stayed during this summer for a few weeks. But the gentleman, the very nice gentleman who lives on the corner there, he put out a sign that said the White it House. It says it on it. it. And yeah. it is white. It's gorgeous. It's a gorgeous house. For sale. And it's an element listing. Yes, it's, it's for sale. I saw that. Okay, wow. guys. We have a couple of minutes left, and I want to get back to the subject of real estate again. We and never leave since it. we didn't have many calls, and again, that's a uh, 
I want you to call in, but I guess the acoustics are hard here because they're, we're right outside. And Dottie, we have traveling. so many guests stop by and so many visitors that are in real estate, and we didn't even put them on the air, but I want everyone to know how many people stop by and said, Dottie, I've worked with you before, I know you before, and it's really kind of nice to be in East Hampton and have people in person as well saying hello to us. So, Dottie, why don't we do some of these Dear Dotties? Well, I have a Dear Dottie, Tell and uh, I have plenty. And those of you who can't get to call, send us. You know, or you can call DottieHerman.com, or you can do it at Element, or anybody. Just We're the radio show has it. But dear Dottie, Halloween is coming, and we hate the holidays at my house. No. I love Halloween. Yeah, me too. It's one of my favorite holidays. I live in a very big condominium on the west side of Manhattan. That's probably why. You would recognize its name. And every Halloween, a committee of parents who live in the building arrange for the kids to trick-or-treat together. Now, understand, if you live in a residential home, like I grew up in, trick-or-treating, you go to the houses. But if you live in the city and you live in a building, the buildings usually make some kind of a arrangement that everybody chips in, in the building and they get stuff. Okay? So the people who live in the building, and this, uh, this woman, arrange for the kids to trick-or-treat together. They say it's safer for the kids, but for the rest of the building, it's a nightmare. Why? Why? There are kids ringing doorbells all over the building. The horror. Stop the horror, My husband and I don't have a moment's peace. He says that I should take a note on the door, do not ring bell. But I think that makes us a target. Is this fair? Can people do this in a condo? Well, I have a solution well, for him easy, Dottie. You might have a legal solution. No, I have an easy but, one. But wait. Tell me, tell me. No, I want to know. Tell me, tell me. Let me, me have it. Oh, you got okay? this, Dottie. This is not illegal because you can't tell sue me. anybody, I don't believe. Oh, a lawsuit a day keeps don't the doctor away. Don't be a diehard. <laughs> it's one day a year. Kids love Halloween. I'm with you. Okay? Now, if you're sick or you're something's ailing, but I think for one day, Okay, and if you really don't want to be there, then just go out. Well, that was going to be my solution. Stay at the Maidstone that day. Come out <laughs> to East Hampton, stay at the Maidstone, and then it's not your problem. Okay, but I, I, I want to say this. I mean, it's, I, I, I mean, let's all remember, you know, sometimes um, I don't want to say the state that I'm in that I go to sometimes, and I'll see the people be. And I remember when my daughter was little and I was at visiting my uh, in-laws at the time, and she was maybe about 10. Okay. Or seven or eight. And they would be sitting around the pool retired, and they'd be yelling at her, the bathing cap's not on right, you splashed a little. And I'm like, don't they have something better to do? That's how those work, though, don't, those communities. Okay, don't get like that. Get positive. Okay? And remember when you were a kid. Uh, remember what it was like then. And I know it's annoying. It's annoying for anybody on Halloween if you get a lot of traffic. Uh but I think for kids, it's a special time. Dottie, I have a five-and-a-half-year-old. He's already been making his own costume. He, he made up this own costume for himself. He's considered himself Speed Try. He made up a superhero. <laughs> Speed Try, and he's been making. Now, if you see Speed Try, you have to give him but candy. But, Andrew, just to answer the question, that I have another one. Tell me. The, call, the, 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 the writer asked, though, if she puts a sign, can, can people in a condo do this? Can they? I don't think they can force you, but I don't think they're forcing anybody. They're not forcing they? anyone. But they're organized. They, the people in the building organize it, and they're ringing everybody's bell. So she could put up a sign, but could you're going to be a nasty neighbor. Could she complain to the condo board? She could go run for the condo board. But who, why? Why? I'm with Dottie. Be I don't positive. think she'll win. Yeah. But if you put a sign, don't ring the doorbell, I mean, you could. Okay, no one's going to stop you because they can't. Yeah. However, are you going to be a target? Well, I'm sure they'll have a few words to say. 
Well, I don't like, know how they do it in buildings, Dottie, but, but I don't in think the suburbs, could... your mailbox gets blown up when you do that. Well, I don't know. Let's not go there, okay? <laughs> I don't think me. anyone's going to be violent. I would hope not. No, no, not in a violent okay, way. Okay, so let's not go yes. there. But I don't think that, and I don't want to give anyone stupid ideas. Well, all I can tell you. True. Let me finish, please. Please, yes. Okay, let me finish. So here's the deal. Legally, you can put the sign up that says don't ring the doorbell. I don't think anybody in the building can do anything about that, okay? But that's not going to stop them. You know, maybe that'll stop people from ringing your doorbell. Do I think you will have repercussions as you asked in your question? Is it fair? Life's not fair. It's one day a week. It's It's a kind of a holiday for kids. And if it really bothers you that much, then put the sign up and let people call you Scrooge or whatever they say and deal with it. <laughs> um, or say that you're not feeling well or something like that. But it, but but I don't think legally there's anything you can do, but you can put the sign up. And it's just a matter of what you choose to do. I'm giving you my opinion, um, only my opinion. It's a good one, though. People okay. should listen. And um, the second question I have is, remember hearing a caller on your show saying that she was going to bargain with a real estate agent over commission? I was under the belief that commissions were a set thing. Commissions are not. They're totally negotiable. They've always been negotiable. Um, So, um, and you can always negotiate the commission. It doesn't mean that someone will say yes, but just like with pricing, you know, you can negotiate a price. Um, you can offer less. Does that mean a person to sell is going to take it? Not really. Um, so you can negotiate commissions. I'm going to look for a legal answer, but I, but I legally I know you can, so I can answer that. But I will say this: if the real estate agents work with millions of buyers every day of the week, they take them out to many houses. They show them properties, and they're unlike attorneys where they get a retainer and they, you know, you, you sit and take their time and you get paid to do that. You, so they're not going to go to 15 different agent, uh, attorneys because they have to pay. So they're using their time to help you, and it, their work, they work for a living. And, you know, I say, you know, within reason, but truthfully, it's their livelihood, just like whatever you do is your livelihood. So can you negotiate it? Sure. And... When you're negotiating and, you know, we talk about tips. I just did something for oracles. I wrote an article on negotiating. And, yeah, negotiating, but everyone has to win. And legally. Well, Dottie, let me tell you what the Division of Licensing Service says. They have it on their website. It says commission rates. The commission or compensation of a real estate broker is not regulated by statute or regulation. Therefore, the amount and terms are negotiable. They write that on their website. But I want to add to what Dottie said. I hope you understand this. When you negotiate down the commission, you're t- dis- demotivating your That's your exactly broker. Right. You take away the motivation. You take away, and you're making them spend money on something, and they're gonna because they have to advertise your property, Dottie. Right. But I want to sell. You know, I, I I don't want you to think because that's true so when you but they're not talking about lowering the commission on the listing they're saying once you have it listed at a regular commission okay so what you're talking about something different we can talk about that another time but let me say this it's been a i want to thank andrew and steven and ruben and all of the guys from douglas element who's helped me out to be here today i want to thank the maidstone people from the film festival and generally, I have to tell you, when I get on to 
This is my happy day. Have a great weekend. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.